Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Something. Wait, I have another mug. It's fine. I can click myself. Just click yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. Okay. That'd be great. Ooh. Are we? Are we ready? Click I need a ready? countdown. I need a. Ca- I can't get a visual cue. I need a countdown. Oh, true. Oh okay. shit! <laughs> <laughs> I can't read your mind. We're gonna go for like a five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wow. That, that was, was nice. magic. That was cute. I love that. I hated it. It's so. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's ears were not happy. No. I'm always afraid. Is somebody's ears gonna like their eardrum gonna shatter with this clink? Is it too loud? Yeah. All I'm imagining was this is the clink that killed like, someone? Shook. <laughs> the clink that killed someone. My new Nancy Drew novel. <laughs> this year's Santa Claus. <laughs> oh man. Oh Cody, how are you doing? Hi, I feel weird that you're just talking to me when there are other people that we're ignoring. <laughs> Cody, I was trying to do a goddamn bit. Can you uh, just... Yeah, Cody, come you on. You know what? Screw uh, you, Cody. Hi. Just ignore I'm, me. I'm yeah, happy to be here. I'm going to talk to the people on my couch You know instead. what? Y'all Screw can you, do Cody. your podcast over there. I'll just chill out over here. I'll just... It's fine. Yeah. Bye, Cody. I'll talk to the people on my couch instead. Oh my so I have guests with me instead hi welcome to my corner i have two fantastic people with me not cody because cody's cryptid and doesn't exist i have right, cool. fantastic people with i'm me. having a great time <laughs> hi there's random people in my ear talking i can't hear them um fantastic people named rachel and chris aka the fantastic people from coffee with rachel hi welcome wow. hi it's us it's us how are you doing I'm very caffeinated. <laughs> yes. That's just on brand. That's true. If I you don't weren't, think I'd be nervous. there's a time when we're not caffeinated. I think that's our always state. Yeah. That's fair. I'm so glad that you're here, aka you've let me into your home. Yes. <laughs> this is technically my couch, but you can have it after this. Thank you so much for that. It's like a joint custody on this couch. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well not you, Cody. Half, you know? I, I figured. It it's fine. <laughs> Cody, are I'm not you trying to intrude under the couch. Going to be in a good mood now and tell me how you're doing. I'm doing great. I'm great. having a nice cup of tea because I figured it was close enough. So. Yeah. I mean, same. I'm also having tea. So. It's also you know late. Are there usually beverages that are enjoyed? You know, or is this just to accommodate the coffee? You know what? I mean, That's a great question, Cody. Are you usually drinking? When we're potting? Yeah, usually. What are you drinking? Bourbon? Whiskey? Right, no, it's like, yeah, I'm an alcoholic on this podcast. Thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, there's usually some sort of beverage. Yeah, you gotta moisten those vocal cords, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Really sorry for everyone. All right, well, this has been a great episode. See you guys next week. Um, That's the title. That's it. I promise that'll be the last mention of the M word if you, uh, <laughs> you will. I feel like sometimes I have water, but sometimes I get scared that I'm gonna <laughs> accidentally like knock it on my microphone and then Cody's gonna do the <sighs> thing <laughs> and then I'm gonna disappoint them from across the country. There have wow. been many times when we have spilled coffee all over the place. I've spilled my heart out too. Mid show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's fair. You know, I've spilled, I can't tell you how many times I've spilled burning hot coffee all over my lap, and I keep a straight voice, you know, which is hard as <laughs> bisexual. But, you know. Honestly. <laughs> I still do it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to have you both here. This is so exciting for yeah, us. I yeah, I am very excited. This is, could not be better timing, especially because of the oh fact God. that this is an important movie this for is both of you. my favorite piece of Twilight <laughs> trash. This film, this piece of cinematic history. So when Cody and I watched this earlier this week, Cody had the pleasure of texting me after we were done (laughs) with this movie and decided to recap their feelings on this movie by saying, now what did you say, Cody? What were your thoughts on this movie? Not the whole thing, because we'll talk about it later, but what was your like one sentence thought about Uh... this movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> the first it was 9:01 p.m. like we just had finished, and I said, "What the frick?" That was it. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that valid. fits for. It. I mean, not even just this movie, but the entire series. Yeah, I feel as yeah. though. Yeah, well, yes. And then uh, Allie was like, "Oh, well, this is someone's favorite movie," and I'm like, "Oh, I know. I don't <laughs> get how, but I know. I, I'm aware." Okay. Well, out of all of the movies that you've seen thus far, where would you rank this one? Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I just, because there's, there's a lot to, um, unpack. Like, yeah, th- there's a lot of, like, layers and, like, qualifications. There's, like, an extensive rubric about, like, would where you they give all it, fall. Would you give it the superlative for most vivid? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. we're on the same page. Like, did too much in high school, and sh- trying her best, but, like, sh- <laughs> you probably should have just, like, let her chill out for, like, a second. Give her a pottery class. <laughs> let her calm down. Because, like, in terms, compared to, like, all the other ones, it was the least visually, like, terrible on my eyes. <laughs> True. In some aspects, obviously, towards the end, it got a little buckwild. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But like compared to uh, the sheer blueness of Twilight and <laughs> and New Moon and Eclipse, where they're kind of like getting better in terms of production and money and budget, like you get that. But you're also like, guys, please, you just stop. No, why? This one was very warm tone, though. I feel like they gave all the vampires a spray tan for this one. Oh, everybody absolutely. was tan, including yeah. Edward. Yeah, Bella, Bella was here. on Isle Esle- Esme for 20 seconds, and she already had a whole a full tan. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, there was some serious GTLing going on, that's for sure. Meanwhile, oh she's from Arizona, and she's like, I've never gotten a tan in my life. So <laughs> I'm sensing a plot twist, and like, by plot hmm. twist, I mean a whole. <laughs> Literally. Before we get too deep into it, Cody, because I know that you have a lot of feelings, do you want Always. to discuss current <laughs> events with me? Yes, I would love that. Okay, so we only have one current event this week, and it's this ET Online article, and it's one about our pets, and it's <laughs> uh, Robert Pattinson says film franchises like Twilight can cause actors to lose their sense of identity. It's probably Ooh. true. Yes, featuring this very solemn face. I him. would okay. We need to talk about this photo oh. of Robert Pattinson because he has the same amount of hair on the top of his head that he does on his like beard area, and it is it's messing with my brain. That's the talent. It's the same hair. I just I don't understand. That's you fair. could copy paste and flip it; it would be fine. Like nothing would be different. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I mean, there really was. A, it was a very slow news week. 
yeah. as far as things go, which is surprising because this Good Time Press tour has been going on for about two years now. It never yeah. ends. Um, it never <laughs> ends. Yeah. And release me thing, of this sweet hell. <laughs> honestly, please just let me die. Um, <laughs> the sad thing is, is that the title is all that the article is. Like, wow. there's really nothing else to it. They found a good quote that probably, you know, much longer interview that they didn't feel like publishing. And they're just like, that's it. Let's just do that. Right? Yeah. Right. Set to I love journalism. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. He says, he says that, too. Like, he says that it will allow them to lose their sense of identity, but he isn't shying away from big franchises. So the article's mm. really null and void. Right. I mean, I don't feel like he ever lost his sense of identity, though, because the entire time he was behind the scenes, like, shitting on the entire thing. So Honestly, <laughs> that was his identity. Yeah, that is exactly. his identity, and I feel as though, you know, he maintains that. Now that he's working on things that probably make him a lot happier, maybe mm. not so much, but through and through, the entire time, he was consistently, I hate this. Yeah. What <laughs> is the next saga that he will be a part of? Also, oh, what boy. constitutes a saga? Ask him the big questions. Those are fantastic <laughs> questions. <laughs> Uh, saga is like a poorly written trio, yeah. right? Sure. The saga is going to be Quad, that. It's not yeah. even three books. Wow. Well, yeah, it's. I think. I think a saga is post trilogy. Like if it's more than three yeah. films or three things, it's probably a saga or a series or something like that. It's so like Lost. <laughs> you know what? Show ever. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, Lost definitely felt like a saga in my opinion. Yes, That's Lost true. was a journey, an adventure, <laughs> an experience. That we all should share. Absolutely. <laughs> and hopefully forget. <laughs> so Welcome to our Lost podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what series I've read lately. I know. I've yeah, been no. very behind on my reading. I'm still trying to finish Cursed Child. Release <laughs> <laughs> me from this hell. I have a feeling that he would be the kind of person that would get into another saga, though, just to shit on it. I think that they're going to get Stephanie Meyer back. She's going to finish. They're going to get her Mend- back from what? They're going to finish. <laughs> the depths of hell. No, actually, like, Stephanie Meyer was going to be working. She is working on something new, like a TV show or something like that. What if it's right. Twilight? What if it's Midnight Sun, but in TV show she form? She would never give us that gift. <laughs> no. And he's back. No, her last words before she dies are going to be like, Midnight, <laughs> fuck you. And then yes. just like... <laughs> She's taking the the Midnight Sun manuscript to her deathbed. She will not let a living soul on this earth. I just wanted to read the meadow scene from Edward's perspective. Literally, there's so much going on with him there. It's all I've ever wanted. You could fight me off. I just want to know what he's thinking. I just want to know that when he was standing on that bark, like, was he tempted to eat it? Like, what was he going to do to her? Like, what was it going to take? That's all I've ever wanted to do. So we did get some listener questions. Um, Hell yeah. You all excited, some folks. I'm on so our side. excited. So the first question that we got is, which side character did Stephanie Meyer most overlook and make more interesting than the main characters? Was it Alice, Jasper, Esme, Rosalie, Charlie, Emily, Seth, or Leah? And oh, how much do you want someone else to write a spin-off series for them? Ooh. With better writing. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Right. What a concept. Um, so basically, anyone 
who was a most overlooked. Okay. Well, I think that, and I think you agree on this too, that uh, Leah has a mm. lot of interesting yes. story that, you know, we get a taste of, but like, damn, there is a lot that you could really unpack in that. I and, love Leah's character. And yeah. like, you know, with Seth and everything, and yeah. just kind of get more of the whole wolf pack mind thing. I love the wolf stuff. And like, I know it definitely gets appropriative, so like, maybe if they fixed that in some way, I don't know how they would do it, but hopefully they could do that. Yeah. But I just, I love Leah's character. She's, like, arguably the most complex female character in mm-hmm. the book, maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> I like her up there. All and I Charlie, want is for yes. her to be happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's all she needs. It's just, like, a safe relationship with all of her friends and to be taken care of. That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. But, yes, and Charlie. Because, like... Charlie's the character that I didn't realize would be my favorite. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. He's just perfect. And the movie Charlie just shines so bright compared to book Charlie, even though book Charlie is still great. I agree. I don't know what that actor's name is that plays Charlie, but I I don't think like that actor exists. It's actually just Charlie is that person. (laughs) They're they're pretending to not be Charlie when they're... Not in the movies. Yeah, That's Billy Burke who? Like, it's Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's always got a reindeer in his hand, and he's just ready. <laughs> a Mariner shirt. Yeah. He's always, he's if you look close enough, he's in every single diner in the Pacific Northwest, just waiting. Just <laughs> <laughs> if I ever saw him, I'd totally plot. Like, I, God, I don't even know what I would do. What do you do to that man? You just tell admire. him admire from afar. Yeah. Now, here's an idea of a slash that could happen. Charlie Swan, Luke Danes. Oh. Uh, Wow. They're cut from the same cloth. Two grumpy men. (laughs) Now, also, turn your anger towards Cody, because Cody has never watched Gilmore Girls. So after this is done, after you guys are done with Twilight, that's what you're doing next, right? Because uh, that's what I said. Ellie's been dragging this on for weeks now. Multiple episodes. I think it's supposed to be a Patreon special, but Uh, I'm freaking signing up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next question that we got is: Fuck Mary, kill Alice, Jacob, Jasper. Alice, Jacob, Jasper. Ooh. Are we all answering this? Yeah, Cody, okay. I want your response for this. Yeah, too. Cody, okay. I want you to go first because I'll judge mine off of yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. It's, it's a it's a bi energy that is can yes. only be described. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, kill Jacob off the bat, obviously. Um, first of all, <laughs> no, don't right. first of all me. Don't, for, don't even first of all me. Fuck. Oh, they're both so good. I just can this be a polyamorous thing? Fuck. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. I mean, um, I approve. Yeah. Great. I would. Are we talking book Jasper or movie Jasper? That is also that is also true. What's going on with characters here? I would mm. probably say Mary Alice. Fuck Jasper. That's you know, that's answer. the way that I would go. <laughs> Why are you well? such water signs is the yes. problem. <laughs> uh, we are drowning. But if it was Movie Jasper, I would say kill Movie Jasper just for that wig. Oh, that's fuck. I mean, hey, listen. I could handle just fucking Jacob one time marrying Alice. Wasn't fucking Jasper's wig punishment enough? Like, does he have to die? That's true. I'm dying. <laughs> Why do do that to him? Okay, Chris? Oh, yeah, I'm going the exact same way as Cody. Uh, I'm literally drowning in water signs right now. (laughs) I thought this out in my head before Cody even said anything. I did. I can't believe we're the same human being. All right, I'm marrying... Oh, fuck. Fuck! Okay. (laughs) Just marry Jacob just to really throw a wild card out there. All right, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm gonna... (laughs) 
Mm, Talk about like, an emotionally manipulative marriage. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Jasper. Okay. I'm gonna marry. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Alice. Marry Charlie. Yeah. And I'm I know that's how we all agree. Kill Jacob. Oh, yeah. So God. It's the same thing. This is oh, all the same. God. Glad we reached a consensus. Wow. That literally that was a good killed question. Me. Yeah. Really got us. God bless. Oh god. Okay. All right. Cody. Yeah. Would you like to talk about breaking down part 1 the movie with me? Oh boy. I would love to with you and also our our other friends that are here. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we have any initial thoughts before we dive into some of the nitty gritty here? Well, we've already said that this is my rosebud. Like, yes. this is the best piece of cinematic <laughs> film that exists. <laughs> I'm one of those people that BuzzFeed wrote about that wanted it to be, you know, Oscar-worthy, Oscar-nominated. It should have been. Oscar. Oh, my God. You know, the acting, superb, special effects. Okay, but for makeup and no, special No, don't effects. even say this. No, not for special effects. Are you kidding me? Okay, wait. Yeah, you're right. There's something that happens towards do you, the end. Do you? Well, yes, that. But also, do you remember any of the wolf scenes and how True. terrible they were? Like, because normally... To, like, I guess to a, a, an entry point into, like, the visuals and stuff of this is, like, <laughs> the way that they do, like, the actual um, CGI wolves and stuff are generally pretty solid. Like, they're really seamless and, you know, they're not super noticeable or whatever. I already but, know like, where you're going with this. <laughs> but the, the thing that they did on this little fun flick that they didn't do in the others <laughs> was the fact that you could hear them all talking to each other. And because of that, it was just, A, a bunch of just nonsense sound design just gram like all over the fucking place and then also just all of these layers on top of each other and like weird transitions to like going inside and becoming a wolf and like all these blood it's terrible it was so bad i lost my whole life what having to watch this i want to know like the planning session behind the scenes that are like all right you can read this really easily but how do you do this in a movie how do you get Mm -hmm, this out there they probably were there for days like chugging coffee panicked like how do we think about this how do we do this (laughs) right and they end up with like throwing a whole bunch of audio tracks together and it's just here's the thing about that though because i was watching this with someone and they brought this up to me it's like if it's like similar to like the collins or whatever and they can all hear each other pretty much in their minds like it's not like they're talking they should uh, be yeah. crystal True. clear i don't understand why it's all gurgled like a w- coming out of a wolf's mouth well you also see <laughs> you know it's like it's like so distance bad. you know the farther away it's like a really shitty cell phone call <laughs> <laughs> they were all like on the fucking hill talking to each other and it was still just like brah, trickle, brah, brah, brah. i'm was from black's <laughs> kid <laughs> What you don't understand, Cody, is that some of them were eating those logs there, so there was shit in their mouth. <laughs> A little bark for your bite. <laughs> oh like, hey, get, get out of here. I'm sorry, I'm bleeding. It was nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Um, it's like they put all the wolves in a fucking garbage disposal. It's like, that's fine. This is fine. Like, I couldn't even imagine watching this in a theater and being, like, just assaulted by, like, audio waves. And just, just picture them all there covered in dots screaming at each other. Literally? <laughs> that's yeah, that's really fun. When you're talking about visual effects, though, we should probably bring up some of the makeup and your history oh, with that yeah, yeah. while we're bringing, bringing up past stuff. So in a past life, I was a YouTuber. Wow, crazy. <laughs> wow. <And laughs> one of my earlier videos, because at this point, 
when people would watch movies, they would go home and then they would make a makeup tutorial about whatever the most pop in makeup was in that movie. And I feel like sure. they, that doesn't happen anymore. That was like half the thing we had to do is like run home every time after we it watched the movie, be like, we gotta get those, we gotta get that music videos too review mm-hmm. out there immediately. And so everyone was doing Bella's makeup mm-hmm. for the wedding. The wedding. Because, duh, you know, that's the iconic look for the whole thing. And I wanted to, you know, be weird and, I guess, take a new (laughs) twist on it. So I did Bella looking really emaciated when she's giving birth. (laughs) And I did it on my roommate who looked exactly like Kristen Stewart. And I made her gaunt as hell. And it just was something. It was the first video of mine to ever get, like, a lot of views. Oh, my God. It's no longer up because of copyright, but... And I just remember the only part of it that is the most vivid to me is when I talk about how Jasper only has like one line in the whole movie and it's just possibly. Which <laughs> <laughs> is my favorite line of the entire series. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I remember this being a huge thing because especially in the next movie during that certain part, mm-hmm. there's that look that she has and everyone went out after the movie and did that like makeup look that she has but yeah Mm. that was a huge thing during that time and I know that the wedding dress like they had to keep that a big secret and she would be like running around on set or whatever wearing different dresses to like throw off the paparazzi and stuff oh yeah and she was wearing Kristen was wearing a Volturi cloak around set so that people Uh, didn't know what she was wearing so cool yeah I love the dress too oh yeah me too Cody what did you think of the dress great Beautiful. I had my say yes to the dress moment. I was like, yes. (laughs) It's Kristen Stewart in a clothing item. Well, I mean, hello. Well, and speaking of visual effects, during that scene, because it was actually the last scene that they filmed of the whole Breaking Dawn and Breaking Dawn Part 2, she was, Kristen Stewart was wearing a a brace on her wrist during that thing. So they actually had to refilm it with her wrist on like a plaster of like Billy Burke's arm and take her wrist out of the shot. Oh to, my like, God. Like, she was wearing like a black wrist brace. So they had to like digitally reshoot all those shots and stuff. Wow. I never what? knew that. So um, they can do all that to make that look great, but they can take all the Wolves ones and make that look like <laughs> shit. So it's like, or I am confusion. Renesmee's first glance. <laughs> oh, so we just want to dive in there. If we're talking about visuals, we have to address yeah. the poorly animated elephant in the room. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's just dive into it. I feel like I imprinted, but on like... I saw my last life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just saw, saw all my strings going to a better animator. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... It's just literally the worst. I'm very excited for Cody to see the second movie in regards to Renesmee's visuals. And the CGI baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, no. And both. You'll see. Oh, God. But yeah, it's it's literally the worst. I remember when we were reading it, because Cody usually, like, spoiler alert for everybody, but... Cody usually waits until like an hour before we record to uh, listen to read. <laughs> I like it fresh. Okay. And so the chapters of when Jacob imprints were like super fresh. And so I knew when we were going to get to the scene that it was going to be like a lot to handle. So Cody, I'm actually curious how you felt watching Jacob fall to his knees. Oh my God. When this Fucking the worst thing I've ever experienced <laughs> in my human life on this planet. And, like, even, I mean, this is kind of a bit of a pivot, but going into it, like, it's very, this that scene is very different 
from how it is in the book, and it was also it very is. fresh. Because I was going at it like, oh, cool, Jacob's gonna go on, like, this murderous rampage and try to kill, like, all the Cullens, and, like, all these things, and he comes in, and then, and it's just like, no, all these different things are happening, all the, there's this fight happening, there's so many other things. Yeah, and then, there's so no. many added fight scenes in this movie, Yeah, too. so many, they just want to get those rowdy boys fighting, and I get it, like, I get it, <laughs> but it was just they, so fucking ridiculous, and then the, I, the eye contact, I was like, no, mm-hmm. I, I knew it was happening, and I was like, please. Can I just skip all of this? I don't, I know it's coming and I hate it. I hate it. Well, and that's actually one part that, did you all watch the standard movie or the extended edition? There's an extended edition? Okay, so this is the thing. So in the extended edition, and Cody, we, I don't think you watched the extended edition either, did you? No, probably not. Okay, so in the extended edition, right after Jacob imprints, and Bella dies. Um, she go. <laughs> yeah, there she goes. Well, Edward Edward comes downstairs and is like, "Oh yeah, everyone's gonna come down. It's gonna be this huge fight." But he hears that Jacob has imprinted, right? And he breaks Jacob's arm, throws him against the living room wall, and is like, <laughs> "Fuck this guy! I oh hate God. all of this!" That and then goes into the fight. The book, right? No. Okay. No. No. Like, no, 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 no. But it's like the only redeeming part of Edward throughout this whole movie, yeah. and they cut it out. But then, like, he goes outside, and then he's just like, imprinted. Yeah, like he has that like realization again once Jacob comes outside. It seems like he's hearing his thoughts for the first time again. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. that's why they cut it out. Maybe. Yeah, that would have been funny if it was kept in both times. Like, <laughs> right. <they're> like, <laughs> yeah. It's weird for me because I'm like, Jacob's literally coming in the house and it's like, is he trying to kill Rosalie or is he just trying to kill his baby? Because that's dark, Jacob. It's a little dark. Sir? Well, Sir? that's one of my favorite parts of the book, though, is when Edward is like, hold this baby. And he's like, throw it out the window. Like, I don't care about this kid. <laughs> I love Alice being like, the fetus. <laughs> Alice is me the whole time. I'm just very worried and upset and just nervous. It's just, oh my gosh, the amount of times that she says the fetus and just like couldn't give a shit during Breaking Down Part 1 is the, it's so wild. Just to tailgate off that, is that the right way? (laughs) (laughs) I love sports. Let's get nachos and football up in this Crack it open some cold ones, let's go. But I'm sad that they didn't keep in the parts where Jacob and Alice like hang out together Mm -hmm. during the pregnancy escapades because they both need a break from all of the stuff and she Mm -hmm. loves to like be around Jacob because he just blacks out her mind essentially. Yeah, and I was kind of hoping uh, to get Black. some. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to get some of that because it was like a cute bonding experience that we yeah. missed out on. That was another one of the scenes that they cut and left in for the extended edition. I need to watch this extended edition. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fake fan now. Because <laughs> this is one... your favorite. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they, it's them out on the balcony where Alice is like, I'm so glad I get to take a break with you every year out. And he's like, I mean, whatever I can do to help, right? Oh, uh, okay. I hate this family. I can't believe I'm here. You <laughs> <And> smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not enough talk of the odors that are being passed around, in my opinion. Right? That's I like agree. a main plot point. <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah, the that's like plot points are like, really yeah, we lost. have sex and you guys all smell. Like, that's it. No, also by this point, I'd say that the glistening has really been toned down to it's not oh, happening. Now absolutely. everybody's just tan. Yeah. yeah, why didn't he glisten in Cabo? 
I always pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a, a director's choice. Yeah. That's for sure. And, okay, so speaking of, like, extended cut scenes, so there's a couple other ones that happen. So we don't get the Jacob throwing the bowl back at Rosalie. That I happens that. in the extended yeah. edition. So the movie actually begins in the extended edition with the Volturi receiving the wedding invitation. Uh, and it happens like they do an extended tracking over a ton of dead bodies and then it cuts into Jacob being a piss baby and being like <laughs> I know like three seconds in his shirt's yeah. off <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah. fuck I have feelings can I just I mean there's no other way to start a movie than Taylor Wander shirtless someone no. so angrily throw a piece of paper in my life literally <laughs> and like onto the wet ground and it's like do you know how much money they paid for this all I can imagine is Edward being like man <laughs> <laughs> or Esme them all. Literally. Oh, yeah. oh definitely Esme yeah. and Alice did that, you know? Yeah, the only other one is before um, Gustavo and Kauri arrive, um, Edward's making breakfast, and Bella's like, well, we don't actually have to leave so soon. We could just stay a little bit longer. And Edward's like, that's weird. Mm. What's happening? And he's like, was it just sex this whole time? Was that all it took? And she's like, Mm-hmm. And then just keeps eating her eggs. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Strange. Yeah. We miss so much of Bella's pregnancy eggs stuff, which was very So much eggs. Yeah. Because the book was full chicken. of eggs. <laughs> just, oh, God. And the chicken scene. It gets me every time. I yep. get so grossed uh-huh. out about it. Reading that was so vivid. And then they kept it in. And I'm just like, Bella, you got to wait at least another 10 minutes on that. You know? <laughs> yeah. This is not steak. It is a mood, though, that she's having a snack while cooking food, though. Yeah, for sure. I love, did you catch that she keeps her peanut butter in the fridge? Interesting yes. choice. Yeah. Chilled peanut butter. <laughs> a delicacy of two only bells. She's quirky. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is the fact that they're in Brazil, and so maybe it's like a bug issue. True. But also sure. she's weird. It's so. just, yes. she could have tripped over it too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Significantly less falling in this besides the iconic fall. She literally the fall runs. Tim, Tim, Tim. She runs to the bathroom and it's like, that you could have died earlier. Also, that bathroom was so far away for what was happening. Agreed. Yeah, yeah there's the fall. And then... <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, it's a pretty good one. Probably her last fall, considering it we is. know what's going to happen to her. Yeah. A little bit more graceful It is now. the last fall. We've been talking a lot about director decisions, and I did want to bring up something that Cody and I made some comments on here about. <laughs> so... Both of these movies are directed by Bill Condon because he did both Breaking Down Part 1 and Part 2. But I made a note here that there were a couple of possible directors that could have done Breaking Down Part 1 and Part 2. Oh. I had a feeling that both of you would have some thoughts on this because oh, the God. two other possible ones were, one, Gus Van Sant, who is known for doing my own... Private Idaho and Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Not super well known. And then the other <laughs> that I know you'd have some thoughts about is Sofia Coppola. How did I like? Whoa. I was thinking like I wonder if it's gonna be Sofia and like what it a was. weird twist that would have been. Could you <laughs> fucking imagine? Like what the? F- I would have been like all pastel pink. It would have been what? like. Would she have done? Is yeah. my question. I want that suddenly movie. Kristen Stewart is Kirsten Dunst. Like, like. <laughs> first of all, yes. Because the thing is, is that all of this cast they were only contracted for four movies. Right. So when they split it after 
after Harry Potter did this, all the cast was like, what happens to our contracts? So <laughs> They recast the entire final movie. <laughs> for the final movie. Yeah. She becomes a vampire and it's like, well, new actress, I guess. But like, what would Sophia have done is my question oh my for you. There would have been a lot of different musical cues. Because I do love, I would say that this movie is my favorite Soundtrack-wise. And I have a lot of feelings about the music that I want to talk about. It's so good. Like, they did such a killer job on that, and I'll give them that. But I feel like if it was Sofia Coppola, it would be, like, some out-there stuff. And it would just be a little bit more quirky, you know what I mean? Could you imagine, like, if they did the scenes where, like, they're talking about when the vampires were, like, living their truth in, like, the big before they were vampires, like, in the past, and, like, Sofia Coppola was doing that? It's like, everyone's got a sick powdered wig. Everyone looks fresh to death. Like, it's great. It wouldn't be, like, sepia all over everything and look terrible. Also, what a weird timing still for that scene to happen, you know? So bad. We're gonna get married in 12 hours, but I just wanna let you know, I am a Dexter in the past. (laughs) Literally? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I still cannot get over the fact that he dropped that. It's such a typical Edward thing. Like, <sighs> Gemini's the worst, literally. He just really <laughs> wants to talk her out of it because he doesn't feel deserving, but, like, he really, he isn't deserving. <laughs> no, <laughs> true. No. That's the vibe. Yeah, I had so many questions over the fact. I mean, we're talking about music, so we might as well talk about it now. Yes. Did you have any yeah. certain bops that <sighs> you loved? Everything that happened during the wedding, oh, fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. All Absolutely. three songs by the same artist <laughs> in different interludes. Yes. Different. Yeah. And then the song that they play, I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head, but when she's in the bath and they show her CGI body, like when she's pregnant mm-hmm. and like it, it yeah, says like yeah. lion and lamb literally in the lyrics. And I'm like, Stephanie Meyer was so soaked getting that song for the soundtrack. <laughs> like, Wait, is, is there a Muse song in the soundtrack? There is not a Muse song in wow. this soundtrack. It's the Sacrilege. first time. Sacrilege. Wow. Is it even a Twilight series movie if it doesn't have a new no. song in the soundtrack? That's no. what I'm saying. It's not canon. It's not actually a real Twilight Yeah. Film. Yeah, that's what I am saying. And the entire wedding scene is just like, I was glad that the visuals for it were pretty on point with what I imagined reading mm-hmm. it. Like, it was beautiful. I'm sure they spent a lot of time on that because that's like the big moment for the shippers you know like yeah, i'm right. sure that they were really jazzed about it and like i loved a lot of the choices my favorite choice in that scene however is the uncomfortable lingering on stephanie meyer in the audience <laughs> okay so i wanted to talk about this because i don't know if cody you noticed i mean i am sure you noticed the fact that stephanie meyer was there mm-hmm. um but the people sitting next to her are the producers that are there. So the the most extra bitch. The guy sitting next to her is one of the producers, Wick Godfrey. Okay. Um, And it's just like, first of all, fuck off. Like, (laughs) why do you have to do this? Um, But yeah, so... It's just like, to have seen any other author do that in a movie... I know John Green did that once, but it was like a deleted scene. Well, I mean, Stan Lee is literally in like every movie ever created, so... And he, like, did the comics, so... I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a man-spreading answer for me. <laughs> His always seem so... They're always know. so, like, you know this is Stan Lee, and we're just throwing him in here. Stephanie Meyer is, like, trying to fit into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Stephanie yeah, Meyer lovingly looking at what she perceives to be her younger self walking down the yeah. aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee's are always so, like, irreverent yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah. he's not taking himself seriously, whereas... In that moment, Stephanie was literally like, 
this is me. Go forth. You make all this money for me. Like, it's just like... They should have had her play the uh, housekeeper on Isle Esme. Oh, my God. Literally? Because then she could have, like, watched them, like, have sex. Because you know that's what she wanted. Yeah. It's absolutely what she wanted. And she could have, like, held Stuart's (laughs) stomach and been like, you're going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Seven days. You know that Stephanie Meyer was definitely really like hugging that doll that they use for Bella's body in that movie. Oh my like, god. Like there's probably like many photos of her oh, with that doll that have not been really. shown to like. God. You could see in that wedding scene like Stephanie disassociating in real time just watching <laughs> Bella walk down the aisle. It was beautiful and majestic and everything I ever could have wanted. I hope that if she's in any other future movies for her other future books or this TV show she has to like pop up and just give that lovingly look because is it really cinematic experience without that? No. Great. It's not. <laughs> there were a couple of songs that I wanted to note. Um, they're usually with all of the Twilight Saga soundtracks, the cast members include songs on there. Right. And so this one includes one of those. Um, Maya Maestro, the actress who plays Carmen, included a song on here. Um, it's a song called Yovera. It's the one where they're swimming at Isle Esme um, in the moonlight, okay. which is like that soft little like interstitial song, which is nice. Um, but I wanted to talk about the singles on this one particularly because it has that freaking Bruno Mars song, yeah. It Will Rain. Now, I remember when it was coming out and like I feel like they released like the list of the songs or something yes. beforehand and we were like, what the fuck, Bruno Mars? Like, what is this doing on here? And then the entire movie we were like, where the hell are they going to stuff this in? Yeah. And then it's like halfway through the credits, they throw it in and we're like, oh. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get you guys taken out of the copyright. Yeah, it was like an exclusive song the ultimate not twilight vibe literally and then of course the a thousand years by christina perry (laughs) now that one like i'll still listen to like outside of this you know yeah it just needed to happen yeah that one is iconic on there of course (sighs) there's just so many good songs like throughout the whole series that's the one thing that they really nailed i gotta say that's the one thing that i feel like even the people who hate the twilight saga people were pissed i'm like i hate this franchise but the music, you know? <laughs> like it was shamefully playing, you know, the uh, soundtrack on their phone trying to hide the cover image that shows up. That's, right. I don't hide it. Pulling you know? up a Spotify private session. Nobody must know. Everyone to see t- um, Edward's, like, lip stain, you know, right on my iPhone. Because <laughs> he was totally wearing, like, pixie lip tint this entire Oh, movie. and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was mauve. It really worked for him. Wonder. Yeah, he was... He definitely had a look going on. Yeah. There were a couple of iconic scenes that we should probably touch on. What other notes did you have? Okay, well, I do have one note here that I feel like is really important to talk about. And it, all it says in my terrible handwriting is rock hard flaccid. <laughs> Tell me everything. Please. So, please unpack this. <laughs> I just want to know, as we all know, how this pregnancy could have been conceived. For a few... We've different like aspects of it Mm. (sighs) one (laughs) blood flow where is that within edward two living sperm where is that within edward (laughs) like i know that like some people that have a vasectomy still end up having sperm so it's like is it kind of one of those situations but he has no body heat he's cold he is i want you to know cody just for a visual that (laughs) both chris and rachel have red string and index cards on their wall right now drawn yeah no i believe it i I am that one thing from uh it's 
Sophia. Yeah. Pepe Sophia <laughs> is the baby. <laughs> and then, okay, also, there's some plot holes with, like, the, the womb being, like, so super strong, and mm-hmm. yet, like, Rosalie uses a scalpel and, like, seems to cut through, and I'm like, what's going on I don't on think that there? happens in the, uh, in the book. Well, I it's feel... a good thing we're talking about the movie. Well, <laughs> I know. Fuck. I'm just saying <laughs> that... Fucking get roasted, man. Oh, shit. All right, well, oh, this has shit. been fun, so I gotta go now. <laughs> it up. But I just want to know, and, like, okay, if we're talking about the most... Im- important scene of the movie it's edward using his teeth to rip out a baby so let's unpack that um <laughs> how do you think it tasted no I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> and discuss <laughs> well i think that we need to talk about the warm water at isle esme yes there because that's supposed to be the logic of this, right? So they conceived in the water? No. <laughs> God, I it, just, it just warmed them up enough, you know? Yeah, like, he thawed, think... and then they... Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was a really quick which window. Also... I was like, I am gonna be warm for two minutes. We gotta get this show on the road. Let's go. Yeah, which also, we need to talk about her pre-dick anxiety attack, because... It's oh, the biggest yeah. mood the, to yeah. ever I, have mooded. I called it the most straight scene in cinematic <laughs> history, was her yeah. shaving her entire body <laughs> to prep. <laughs> Every inch yeah. of her body. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, Ashley, my f- good friend, who is also a very big fan of this podcast, was watching the movie with us, and she wanted to make a note that Kristen only washes her arms when she starts rinsing off. And uh, what's that about? <laughs> she what just throws some water on the arm. Yeah, what do those arms right? do, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think because... that had something to do with the conceiving, mm. you know, science. It's and, like, just more menstruating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got a blast. But like in in the book, she has like a panic attack in the shower. She's like in there for like 30 minutes like thinking about everything and just which is such Edward a mood which we like miss in the movie. But also the fact that her way to replace that is just like let me just get my arms wet and that's fine. I'm good to go. Let's go. That's my idea of a depression shower to be honest. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> she just rubs deodorant like all over. It's like this is fine. I'm it's good. <laughs> Some dry I'm shampoo, fine. we're good. She just takes, I'm like, great. a wet wipe, and it's just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. And do. also, like, it's upsetting because when you're seeing the movie, you're not getting the part where Stephanie Meyer uses the word moon 18 times <laughs> in that scene where they're in the water. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and I feel like we needed almost, like, a voiceover from her. It's like, hey, guys, I'm surprised you get we it? haven't done that for some part of the She, she <laughs> fucking becomes, like, the Teletubbies moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Photoshop wizards, please, please. I need yes. this more than anything. No, because then I could never look up at the beautiful wife that is the moon ever Don't again. Look yeah. no. Shit, it's fine. Let's not ruin her. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking is that, like, Edward warms himself up and, like, defrosts in the warm sea. And that's how the sex happens. I mean, didn't they teach you that? When, you know, in fourth grade when y'all split up into different rooms, isn't that what they taught you? Is We all took all sex ed. Yeah. <sighs> You All know. I knew was that I was supposed to wear deodorant, and I thought that was kind of rude. They were, like, trying to say something. Also, a jarring plot hole to me when you're watching it is, so obviously we see Jacob in print later, after the baby has already come yeah, out. Yeah. But there's a vivid scene in the movie where you're looking at him, and he's seen the baby before right. that scene. Agreed. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they could have done and a it's not job. And it's not a passing glance. It's like a full-on, he I'm will. watching. Yeah. Like... Not sure what that's about. Um, you know, delayed imprint. It's kind of on record as something that doesn't normally happen. Agreed. But also the whole act of imprinting is something wild that we'll never understand. Agreed. <laughs> that scene where you see, is it Emmett or 
Quill with the little kid at the beach. It's very upsetting. Quill. It's Quill. Quill. Yeah. Quill and Claire. Did I say Emmett? Yeah, you said Emmett. <laughs> I was like, what a Oh, wow. I'm losing it. I'm losing it, guys. <laughs> That's just like, it's just so disturbing. Like, yeah. how did, you know, I know that they were all about like making sure that Bella's bruises were very toned down for the film because I know that they were getting a lot of flack about like how they were going to address mm-hmm. the bruise situation, but they mm-hmm. should have addressed that also because yeah. that was not fun to watch. I mean, like, the whole theme is that there's a lot of questionable themes going on here in yeah. the entire, you know, series. <laughs> yes. Well, and they CGI the hell out of her. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, effectively every single day, you know, she was more and more CGI'd until she became that doll (laughs) for the birthing scene, which we should probably talk about that scene. And I I made a note here, too, because when I was doing my research, uh, when folks were seeing it in the movie theater, it actually got some flack because the flashing lights that they included were causing epileptic seizures. For some folks wow. as well. And they didn't have a warning, did they? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They did not. No. Damn. And also, there's there's one moment where the cinematography has been pretty great so far throughout the movie, but yes. then at <laughs> one point, like, you're just seeing Bella, like, looking pained, and there's, like, a zoom in on her face. <laughs> like, you're far away, and it's it just like zooms. It's recreation it's style. It's <laughs> so bad. And I'm like, who thought? And it's like accented by like a violin, and it's just very vivid. And the camera's kind of shaking a little bit to you know add to the fervor of it all. So. And my favorite line, I know I said it was Jasper being like possibly, but my actual favorite line (laughs) is when Edward is pounding on Bella's chest and he goes, "Come on!" (laughs) That bleeding goat is Twilight the song. Oh man. And that's all you need. Was he in khakis in that scene? Was he wearing khakis at all in this movie? And khakis. Mm, what a mood. Oof. But no, it's it's very violent. Like, let's yeah. not skirt around it. Yeah. And when I was reading it, I was like, how the heck are they going to do this? And they did it. And it, honestly, it's very true to the book, which is very wild that they yeah. left it all in. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, like, the whole entire pregnancy, like, uh, they did good on the visuals, like, mm. of making her look like she's fucking dying because yeah. she looked like she was dead. Yeah. So the makeup team was killer on Bella for sure. How did you guys all feel about the like cell regenerating with the venom going through her veins? That visual, um, the bane of my existence. Okay, <laughs> too much blood. I like when her ribs pop back up. That's one of my favorite parts. Of the whole oh movie. yeah, like it's like they fucking inflated her like a mattress, like instantaneously. Everyone in the theater, like, laughed when it that happened. It's like, like that. Oh my god. I do like her hair, though, coming to life. It takes itself so seriously that it's like, let's just push a button and she's a full breathing human again. It's good. Honestly, I wish every time I woke up, like, I went to sleep and I woke up, my makeup was just done like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Becoming a vampire means lash extensions. Literally. <laughs> Real. What Real. a mood. That's all I could wish for is, like, I'm going to go to sleep with a sheet mask on and my face cleansed and my serum's done everything and I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna have lashes on and I'm gonna be great <laughs> that's all I've ever wanted good just you an go. unrealistic image for me you know uh, yeah. just I another unrealistic expectation for women am I right <laughs> am I right <laughs> and if we're talking about iconic scenes I mean how about Bella like holding her stomach in the mirror 
And I just remember them vividly from the uh, trailer for the movie. And it's just so ridiculous because there's literally nothing there. No. Like nothing. I'm like, that's me after one burrito. Not even. (laughs) It's me after a cup of water. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that Tampax sponsorship. Yo, my God. (laughs) Is this movie sponsored by Tampax and Pepto-Bismol? Discuss. Hey. (laughs) I hope so because if not that was a free plug for no reason I don't think there's any other point where you see like blatant advertising or like a logo (laughs) a name or anything besides (laughs) that tampon package and the Volvo cars that they have at least that's written into the text Right, just so it's in the holy gospel so like it's there (laughs) it's true do you think Stephanie Meyer drives a Volvo yes yes a silver (laughs) Volvo Yes, and she keeps the air really cold in there, so it's like he's there. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, she would Her never use a seat warmer. Her are so specific; it fucks me up sometimes. And so multifaceted. <laughs> Mushroom ravioli. That's honestly one of my favorite like quotes from the whole series. I know I've said that 18 times. <laughs> if there's one thing we know about Stephanie Meyer is that she's a woman of many kinks, and that's great. <laughs> It fucks me up. When we're talking about images, though, okay, we do need to talk about the blood thing real quick. And I can't believe I just said that because I don't like to talk about blood. But the first time that she drinks the blood out of the sippy cup, because, like, I know that they needed to keep it on her teeth, but, like, at what cost? (laughs) When Jacob, like, scooches to the end of the couch was me that whole time, every single time I watch it. I mean, I got to say that they made the blood actually look kind of like blood you know i'd say it was yeah. kind of realistic like it was dark enough and especially like, in that moment yeah. yeah but um i gotta say that my stomach it was not agreeing with that 10 out of 10 on the fake blood 10 out of 10 on the line delivery of it tastes good <laughs> 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 so oh, oh god and the sound when edward is pouring it into the cup oh. afterwards i literally was like got a blast i can't do this <laughs> this is way too much i just want to see the fridge where they keep all the own egg you know oh my god i never want to see that fridge. <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like that's gotta be where is that fridge you know in oh. that beautiful home that i want to live in carlisle what do you do <laughs> also, not enough carlisle i feel like he takes care of the entire show in the yeah. book but he's not really around as much in the yeah. movie i agree there's never enough carlisle <laughs> that's true yeah. unless he's just been like he was just consoling Charlie this entire time. Hey. I mean, in all seriousness, we should absolutely have a Carlisle prequel where he's like, you know, yes. finding all the rest of them mm-hmm. and turning them, stuff like that. Like Their life way before this. That's everything that I need. Yeah. That would actually be really <laughs> compelling. I, just, I say I, I need more <laughs> of that. I need more of Charlie. I'm, I'm sad. I want like know? a cop show about Charlie. Yes. Yo. Yes. Like a Netflix A supernatural special. cop show. Would it have to be supernatural? I well, I mean, he lives in the universe. Like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, like he's eating a grilled cheese. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing supernatural about that. Yes. But it's a spooky grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah. The grilled cheese has actually been alive for 125 years. Whoa. <laughs> a while. Okay, I'm he sorry. He imprints on the grilled cheese. <laughs> No, that's Mount, uh, not Mount Rainier. He's <laughs> imprint on an actual mountain. And he fucks here. the mountain because that's Stephanie Meyer's kink. Oh my god. Yo, she probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that happened. I'm really sorry, Allie, but I want to go back to blood for like a second. Because Please hey, do. Cody. A, as someone who sells fake blood for a living, like, <laughs> I. You've got some thoughts. I got some thoughts. And A, it looked really, like, good. And it was, you know, dark, which is what it needs to look like if it's exposed 
to air and it's That oxidized. was some damn good blood, you know? That's some damn good blood. However, um, what was the fucking point of the straw if they just wanted to show it on her teeth? Like, the whole reason people drink the straws is so they don't get shit on their teeth. They put it behind their teeth and just get it on down in there. She could have just drank it from a fucking cup or something and gotten the same effect. But it's like, no, I'm gonna deliberately do a straw and just fuck it up and just do it wrong. It's very she classic blood all over Bella. my teeth. It's well, true. That's, not that's true. That's true. She's like, yeah. shit. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Is this right? Fuck. I don't. Uh... Bella, why? Okay. <laughs> Something that I just saw in my notes that I feel like is an important plot hole is that... So You're we, just here for the holes. <laughs> okay! Oh I'm here for the holes. That's actually my new podcast. <laughs> um, so... It's Alice, such a Pennsylvania. It really <laughs> is. Like, cornhole. That's what that vibe is. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of the... Pen, no, not Pensaducky. The fucking... Pensatani? Oh yeah! <laughs> He does come out of a hole, and he tells us the Listen, letter. I don't want to get angry. Let's not talk about that, man. <laughs> so Alice can't hear the fetus, as we all know. It's a baby. Say baby. Um, so I want to know, because I, I usually, when I think about, like, Alice and Edward's uh, superpowers, essentially, they're all mind things. So that's why, as things progress, you know... They're linked, like that kind of like power where you're using your brain or whatever is linked. So I want to know if Alice can't see the baby, why can Edward hear it through the embryonic? I don't. I've never been pregnant. That's sad. That's sad. Why is it when you ask that question, I heard the SVU sound in my head? <laughs> uh, and he can't hear it the whole time until like right on the cusp. That's a great question. That is a great question. <laughs> we need. Can we get like a do- a real life doctor on this podcast at some point? Like myth bust all of these. Like I mean, I, was... I think we could just Yahoo the answer. Like they did in the. <laughs> oh, they Google. They don't Yahoo. No, they Yahoo. Yeah, they, they did. They used Yahoo. They used Yahoo. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucked up. That also probably sponsored me. by Yahoo. <laughs> True. I just love that they all use the internet just like us. Vampires are just like just us. like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the only thing that I could think of was just the fact that they didn't know whether she was gonna live or die, and that's why Alice couldn't. See oh, that makes them. sense. That makes sense. And plus, Bella ends up dying. Yeah, but I don't know. It's loose, but so <laughs> is getting pregnant in the first place. Also, a loose plot. <laughs> a lot of the plots were loose. <laughs> I also have in my notes, sadly looking at Bella's ass, which is, uh... <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> when, I have more holes compounded on that. When Bella goes to bed wearing the, like, blue nighty outfit, which, like, just oh, yeah. really reinforced the bisexuality vibes of the whole movie. <laughs> and then Edward's just, like, staring at her ass, like, sadly, like, I can't do anything about this. And then he covers it up very half-heartedly. That's... Cody, that's when you tweeted, Edward, stop kink-shaming your wife. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That checks out. I just feel like his er- his earner, his inner turmoil <laughs> is just something that we all really can identify with. Yeah. See, this is why we need the entire series from his perspective, so oh. we can know what he's thinking in that moment. And I know that he was, like, pretending to snore in that moment, but it definitely sounded like he was growling. Also, how does he sleep? 
Well, he doesn't. But why would he snore? Well, he was fake snoring. But why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why? I mean, that's honestly a fair question. But he was just. <laughs> what were you trying he to fool? Have, <laughs> he didn't want to have the the sex. Honestly, you know, he would fool Bella with that probably. That's <laughs> fucking true. Even like, holy shit! Now he's sleeping. This place is wild. <laughs> a new development. ILSMA's got some tricks. Wow. Also, Isle Esme, like, they could have put, like, something else out there. Just that one puny little house. And that door. Oh, a whole movie about the way that door opens in the front. The architecture in that house. I mean, I just need, like, full tours of both homes. Their regular home and Isle Esme. Well, they do have it on Extreme Homes. They have the actual Twilight House. And it's the greatest piece of HGTV cinematic television. (laughs) Can we we do it in the style of MTV Cribs? Discuss. Oh, here's my blood fridge. Here's Bella's hospital. No! Here's the broken headboard. (laughs) That's on Isle Esme. Also, that headboard rip. Oh, R.I.P. You could see Gustavo and Cowery being like, I do not get paid enough for this shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. I no, love no. that they added that little scene. Yeah, they needed was... more screen time, those two. They needed oh. to show Robert Pattinson furiously biting a pillow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really. Very much important to the, Agreed. the movie. Yeah. And the it wouldn't have been the same. Agreed. Then maybe it would have been Oscar worthy. True. <laughs> it's one flaw. It's only flaw. It's only flaw. I mean, he should have gotten an Oscar for, you know, constantly acting like he's in pain. I mean, you're right. Do you have any other final thoughts? EJ. <laughs> we need to talk about names. How could Never we forget? forget okay. The most a important lot of topic. Drag Renesme, which is very bad, but EJ as yeah, a EJ choice. Is terrible. <laughs> Renee's may make sense because, okay, the two moms, even though Renee is pretty much just, you know, garbage compared to everybody else because they don't <laughs> ever talk about her. Like, I feel like Bella does not give a shit about her own mother. <laughs> but, no. EJ, the last two dudes I've kissed, this is my kid. <laughs> like, what would Edward feel? And you know he'd feel a lot. He always feels. <laughs> He's full of feeling. EJ. I mean, this is just literally, like, this happens in, like, Harry Potter, too, when J.K.'s uh, like, let's throw every important character's name uh, into all these kids, but this Albus is... Severus, fucking every exactly, fucking name, fucking, fucking, fucking forever. Like, they are just, she's just trying to stuff, like, every name possible into this child's name. Why does nobody come up with, like, an original name or something like that? But if it was an original name, it would be some weird Stephanie. Stephanie well, <laughs> Meyer stuff. It would be Stephanie. She could have actually Jesus. gave birth to the woman herself. She should have like given a nice <laughs> tribute to Carlisle. I know it should have been Carly, like Charlie and Carlisle, because no offense to Esme, she wasn't as involved in the uh, the birth. And I don't know. I feel like Charlie's been there instead of Renee, but yeah, absolutely. Who am I? Well, I mean, Renesme's middle name is Carly. Oh my God. Wow. So that should have just been a first name. I am name. a fake fan. <laughs> well, but I mean, in the movie, and I'm just on the movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that EJ is a shitty name. It's a terrible. It's not even a name. It's letters. No, <laughs> I mean, like it's not like it's AJ. Right. It's like let's just make it quirky and fun. And first different. of all, my initials are AJ. So step no, out. No, no, and AJ is a name. Is what I'm saying. AJ, like, people DJ, are named AJ. People TJ. are named AJ. People are named EJ. They yeah. should have yeah. named it like. Moon. <laughs> Moon Swan. Moon Swan. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I guess Cullen. Duh. Wow. Well, they could have kept her last name. That would have been cool. Wow, so wait. feminist. I just had a thought. Did they say Breaking Dawn? In no, this? in the movie. In the movie? Did they? I don't think so. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. So it's really unreal. <laughs> Actually, like, no muse, no mention of the title. Wow. They did play with the chess pieces, though, from the book cover. So much oh, chess. There was so much chess. That's all they did on this trip was fuck and play chess. Like, yeah. sexual tension But also chess. making like, chess look like chess. sex. Like, it was, there was no middle ground. <laughs> she was like, checkmate into this post. And I <laughs> did not like it. And then she shoved the queen up into her vagina. It was disgusting. It was wow, really I vulgar. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> It was a rose quartz chess piece that she just jammed on in there. Yeah. Yeah, this movie was also sponsored by Adam and Eve, apparently. So. Wow. <laughs> you can use my code. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh, my God. Good job. Well, well do we have any sponsor. final thoughts? <laughs> Sam's supposed to be 21. Sam was an adult man. Yes. He's like 45 in this movie. He had a mortgage. <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just had to say that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's very important to remember how old the wolves are. It really they really, just don't yeah. they don't age though is the thing. Also, I gotta say that like Sam does. That's too much money. I really enjoyed in the books reading from Jacob's perspective because of like that it was like different and weird and it was interesting hearing the like pack mind and all that stuff and so. They tried to kind of like give us a little bit. It was only really when he was like, "Fuck this, I'm making my own back." Like mm-hmm. that was really it. Yeah, they don't they, give yeah. you a lot of that vibe. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, I guess I understand, but I was still sad. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, I had to air my grievances. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> no. That's fair. This is the same. And space. I guess because I I feel like I can't be a guest on the show without saying fuck Mike Newton. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But him doing like some weird floppy fish dance move at the wedding <laughs> is a vibe. It was oh, so oh, good. Oh my god. <laughs> the toasts, the mo- or the wedding Every toast. wedding speech. Perfect. It was beautiful. Yeah. Especially Jess's. Yes. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And that's all she wrote, folks. That's it. Cody, final thoughts? Yeah, two things real quick. One, which we kind of touched a little bit, is that we lost all of Leah in this film <laughs> and all of her Agreed. justifications and motives, and it was great. And then also, which I think we've talked about in other films, I'm not exactly sure, but Rosalie's wig was garbage. Yeah. Which is so sad because she's supposed to look like hot shit and she's very attractive and she's beautiful. Ugh. But she's supposed to be like that bitch and she just gets fucking lost in this lace front that makes her look like she's got a receding hairline. It's bad. <laughs> It sounds especially it, in like the scenes where she's holding Renesmee. Oh it's my just god, the worst! It's just like, it's like they, how further back can we push this wig? Just keep going. Just <laughs> keep on going. They spend all of their time and money making like here's this fake Bella, you know, for when she's dead. <laughs> we don't have any more money for wigs. That's we it. lost yeah. all the money. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Even Carlisle's hair. And what's going on? Like, are they out of toner in the Cullen house? Like, <laughs> so we got brass out the ass. And that yeah. is a lot. Someone call Olaplex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a lot. They spent all their money on Bella's hair, which looked fantastic. Don't oh, you absolutely. think Kristen Stewart looks the best in this movie? Uh, the outfits are aces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. that initial, like, the first scene of them. I'm just like, Bella, you've reached your peak outfits right now. I love her the little white dress Yeah, when, when she's she... going to her honeymoon. Yep. Yeah. So chic. So perfect. Oh, also oh. that random... Uh, moment when they stop in Rio to, you know, dance, and Edward thinks this is a good idea for Miss Two Left Feet. Like, right. And she seems excited about it, too. She's like, oh, yeah, we're dancing. Bella hates crowds. Come on. Yeah. And dancing. dancing. Yeah. And just, All of it. 
being around other people that are not <laughs> You said human. during the movie you were like, well, they had a budget and they wanted to spend it. <laughs> yeah, they spent all of it on that and not the wigs. And Robert crashing that boat. <laughs> and they wanted to yeah. remind you of Jesus before they fucked to make sure, like, hey, guys, they waited until marriage. Hey, Catch don't that? you fucking forget, Jesus is watching. So this yeah. was just <laughs> this whole, that Jay and EJ was actually Jesus. Oh, my God. Wow. Edward Jesus. <laughs> Edward Jesus called. Edward that Jesus Christ. Like, that sounds like uh. when you, like, stub your toe. Edward Jesus I'm gonna start saying that. Oh. And with that, folks, I mean, that's a good rap. Honestly. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. All in all, ten out of ten. Favorite film? Would watch it. Again. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's good. Are there Snubbed extended the editions Oscars. of all of them? Yeah. Okay, we have we have to go back. We literally have to go back. We have to go back. <laughs> to ILS. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, Cody, we have chapters nineteen, burning, and chapters twenty, new. Great. Which is basically where, like, the last part of this movie is where. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is exciting. So, Cody, do you want to read some of the names of these iTunes reviews that we got? Sure, if I don't fucking get exhausted. Oh, well, I mean. <laughs> uh, shout out to Audrey Swenson. Yay. Boo-boo. And Richie Tenenbaum. Boo-boo. And Angelica <laughs> <Monreal>. <laughs> Thank you. Please like, gas us up while we're doing this. Thank you so and much. And next one. Money for soy. <laughs> okay, mine sounded like Blue's Clues. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Glor does stuff. And Cardita's 305. And that's it. That's it. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Woo. Okay. <laughs> that sounded like ominous. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Okay, so... I just felt like I had to do that once. <laughs> um, for our patrons this week, I thought we could do obscure favorite moments from the movie. Yes. <laughs> so for our $25 patron, we have Rachel Swan. And I was thinking the raspberry yogurt that they put on the baby from the birthing scene to keep it crying. <laughs> it was so oh viscous. It was just oh a lot. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. For our ten dollar patrons, Rachel Black is that really like that scene when it's a fake wedding and it's just going around and around and around and nobody's behind them and everyone is cleared and you're just like that doesn't make any sense. What? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, we like didn't even they're... talk about the fake wedding. Oh. Like yeah. the dream or like when she they're kissing and they're like nobody's here oh, anymore. Oh no. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. It's the kissing and then suddenly everyone has vanished. There was some like the the officiator the is departed. gone. No. no they're there. they're a fan of like the extremely obvious metaphors yes. you're saying. Yeah. in yeah. between the dream wedding and also that moment like yeah. yeah we get it there's like nobody else here it's just the two of you <laughs> next we have jessica stanley chris do you have a favorite obscure moment from this movie we'll put him on the spot i'm gonna say that i really liked when sam and jacob are going at it and just their very vivid teeth <laughs> <You know? laughs> And all that saliva. Yeah, there's a lot. That's CGI fair. saliva, my kink. <laughs> oh my god. Next up is Katie Weber. Rachel, do you have a favorite? Oh boy, do I. I would say <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is just Charlie looking so puzzled at all of those graduation camps. <laughs> just so completely <laughs> amused and also confused and every other oozed word that you could say. Bemused. Such a good Okay. I get you. It's a good one. All right, next up is Jessica Hale. And I think for this one, I'm going to go with Jessica at the wedding when she's like, oh, yeah, this is a really great cake. It's so good. But she's like, 
I thought it was going to be bigger than this. Yeah. <laughs> Her backhanded comments the entire time. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially when she's even at, like, the first part of the ceremony when she's like, you don't think that Bella's pregnant? Are you kidding? No. <laughs> uh, for Em's Yuli, oh, fucking when Bella is literally on her deathbed dying and she is glowing like the gods like she is wet this woman is wet <laughs> it is like she is shining any light that is on her is reflecting and just like how is your skincare still this good when you're dead i, don't I love tachi mean... mist <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is you got to drink blood I that's mean... what we learned today folks if you yeah, learn if you take away anything from this tower that's it that's a really good point i'm so excited about this part because i don't have a fan fiction for Oof. you today, Cody. Yeah. I For the first time in over a year, I did not have to prep or look for a fan fiction this week. Instead, do you feel free? I do. I feel free. I feel cleansed. I feel like Tom, <laughs> it doesn't feel concerned about me anymore because I didn't have to look up fan fiction this week. Instead, oh. <laughs> our fantastic guests have searched for a fan fiction for us instead. I'm very excited to share this with you all. <laughs> this is a fever dream of sorts. So the title of this fan fiction, first of all, is called Waking Up to Love. And the idea, the summary behind it is that when Bella wakes up as a vampire, she is now gay. <laughs> like, oh. Her vampireness turned her gay, which yes. a vibe that we you can You mean all that's love. not, you know, real life? Yeah, don't spoil anything for Cody. Yeah. <sighs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I still have hope, okay. <laughs> you're so right. So let's get started. This is moments after Bella has just woken up. I'm so excited. And it's from Bella's perspective, of course. Alice, I say, my voice hoarse with emotion, and she beams, taking a hesitant step towards me. Not willing to wait, I rush into her, my arms wrapping around her waist, lifting her slightly. She laughs in my ear before wrapping her arms around my neck and resting her head against mine. Alice, I thought you were going to see me. Oh no, sweetheart, I'm sorry I wasn't the first to see you like I promised, but I would never ever miss this, she says, a frown pulling at her lips as she caresses my cheek with her hand, not for the world. She whispers, burying her face into the crook of my neck, the classic crook. <laughs> I kiss her temple before burying my nose into her hair and inhaling her soothing scent. She smells like lemons and lavender. I melt into her embrace and she just pulls me tighter against her. You look gorgeous, Bella. You make an absolutely lovely vampire. I chuckle shakily, very Stephanie Meyer, <laughs> in response and pull her closely. I don't know how long we stand there, holding each other, but eventually I hear someone clear their throat. Alice goes to pull away, but I tighten my hold on her. No, please don't leave me. I say, suddenly flooded with the need to be next to Alice, to hold her and never let go. Bella, love, come on, you need a hunt. Edward says, that's my word. <laughs> gently, <laughs> gently putting his hand on Alice's shoulder, pulling her back slightly. Rage and possessiveness race through my body, and the only thought in my head is, she's mine. I let go of Alice and have both my hands on either one of Edward's shoulders, my face inches from his in a second. I slam him against the wall, ignoring the crunch and crack of blaster. <laughs> if you ever touch her again, I will rip your head off. I snarl, meaning every word. I feel Emmett come up behind me and place a hand on my shoulder, but I snap my head around and glare at him. Back off, I growl. That car, also a growl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch her, I say, pushing him harder against the wall. She is mine. Carlisle, what just happened? I hear Emmett ask behind me, bewildered. I growl at Edward one last time before Alice looks at me with one careful eye. I believe, dot, 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 she has claimed Alice as her mate. 
<gasps> wow. What? What? I just feel like that's how it should go. Wow. And I guess we'll that? all find out. Who wrote this? Welps, a very intelligent mind. <laughs> and uh, it's Cassie 116. When was that written? This was written in, oh my god, 2017. <gasps> oh my wow. gosh. A blessed year. <laughs> And it was just updated this last June. Oh, Year of Our Lord, 2017. Thank you so much. God bless. Wow. I'm so glad that there are people out here still doing God's work. Still doing (laughs) the Lord's work. It honestly happens way more often than you think. You'd be surprised. (sighs) This book touches people. (laughs) No, I'm surprised, but also not at all. No. (sighs) Wow. Well, I guess, as we say in Forks, get bit. That was so cute. This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at ThorGhostHost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at KrauseFilms.com. The intro and outro is done by KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one, Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs>